Hola Madridistas, sorry for uh, this happening. Tonight, you can go back to hosting now, I'm sorry. Right, um, apologies for that people, Hola Madridistas. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real Podcast. Um, I was apologizing to the people um, in, in the chat, you know, uh, um, but before I could even finish my apology, uh, you know, that audio kind of messed up. But um, it was completely unexpected. We didn't see this coming. So, yeah, people, but we are finally here. Mm, a very entertaining game, to be honest. It wasn't perfect. Um, I didn't expect perfection from Carlo this season. But, uh, boy, oh, boy, we are putting up a spectacle, especially uh, with that diamond, which I didn't have any hopes of, you know, um, after that preseason showing where it was a, a very mixed bag. Now I think we have some sort of a direction in which I think, uh, you know, this formation is going to take us. Um, the powerhouse stadium was never going to be an easy place to go. <laughs> it, it, it looks like um, it's one of those unique names, you know, that's going to go down in um, La Liga folklore um, forever because it's super unique, you know, like a powerhouse um, being in the name uh, itself, uh, you know, is, is a pun, but um, our team went there with, with the sole intention of capitalizing on Barcelona's uh, draw uh, against Hetafe, you know, at, at the Coliseum. And uh, we took advantage. It didn't really go according to plan. Um, it could have started off better. We could have controlled the game better. Uh, we can nitpick, um, you know, you know the, the, the football purists among us like Farouk. They surely does nitpick, you know, every now and then. But me... I've always been vocal about my, you know, thoughts about how I view the game. If we get the job done on a particular night, we are good, man. This is the creme de la creme, you know. A top-level football has such low margins for error. Um, if you manage to see your your team over the line, I think it's job done. I think it's, I think I think it's uh, a reason to celebrate, especially early in the season where we are still, you know, shaking off some of the rest, uh, some of the rust, and and. Uh, and slowly, you know, getting into some rhythm. But please welcome uh, my esteemed uh, co-host, uh, Doris. How's it going, bro? Um, I hope the vibes are good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, my apologies. First, I fell, as, I fell asleep before the game. And uh, yeah, uh, this is the reason why it happened. But uh, I, I managed to, to watch <laughs> like the, the, the last 10 minutes or so of the game uh, and just from the 10 minutes we looked all right i wish you, you know i could have watched the game but you're gonna tell me more about it um but you know looking at the highlights and the course of the, of the game it was us that was losing in the first half which is just typical you know for everything uh, that we do each week man just same old things but uh, and against Almeria, you know, against no one else, right? So, um, yeah. It, we start slow. It's yeah. a trend. Every time. We, we start it, really slow even, and it's just, you know, it's just not enough. But Even uh, last week, you know, against Bilbao, we started very slow. Yeah. But I think we start every game slow. And the games that we start really good, something happens to us and... Uh, 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 and yeah, that that happens to us just you know every time. And the uh, completely, game, completely agree with you. Yeah. I I think th 
this game, even though I didn't watch the the first half, was probably uh, no different, and I can just imagine it happening, you know, in my head right now. But yeah, for mm. the first uh, goal that I saw, uh, it was, you know, already telling you the story and what we're probably going to see a lot this season. Transition. I mean, let's let's go back to last season. You know, I, I, I heard the commentary mentioning that uh, we never conceded a goal in transition last year. It was super surprising because we conceded a lot many goals, you know, we weren't really tied at the back last year. So I didn't expect us to have that kind of a stat labeled on us. But yeah, like two games into the season, we have already conceded one and uh, they got to talk about the goal. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't an easy goal to digest, to be honest, you know, um, great transition from Almeria. Um, we were just caught lacking. Um, Multiple people down the right. Carvajal has been, you know, constant um, no-show for defending for, for quite a while, especially in, in games in La Liga where the stakes are a little bit lower. He rises up during the Champions League games like we all know he does. But uh, again, for the first first goal, he was caught up high up the pitch. But I understand the formation um, is basically tailored for our wing-backs to be super high up the pitch and, uh, yeah, pin in the opposition um, wing-backs um, and wingers, you know, in their own halves. I get the idea, but Carvajal uh, doesn't have the legs like Fran does um, to get, you know, up and down the pitch anymore. We'll get to Fran. I wasn't happy with him either. But to talk about the first goal, Danny Carvajal was nowhere in the picture. The guy who was in the picture, Fede Valverde, should have put in much more of an effort to, you know, um, attempt to even block the uh, cross coming in. But, he he just half-heartedly attempted to do so. Um, the cross was pretty good from, I guess it was from Mbaba. Um, and yeah, Rudiger, nowhere in that picture. Completely, you know, um, out of position. Um, and Cruz, Tony Cruz, uh, basically jogging. You know, uh, if you if you if you see an extended replay, you could see, you know, while Mbaba is breaking down the left, Tony Cruz and Sergio Arribas is basically neck and neck in terms of where they're positioned on the pitch. Um, you know, Tony Cruz obviously retreating towards her own goal and Arribas, you know, attempting to break through. They were neck and neck. And then you notice once the cross is almost uh, about to be completed, Tony Cruz just gives up. I get he is not, you know, 25, 26 anymore. I get that he, you know, is in his, you know... Uh, um, Twilight and and whatnot. He we can't expect him to have that kind of uh, legs. But still, man, like when we are playing a diamond, it clearly shows. It clearly shows. You know, uh, this formation requires midfielders with incredible athleticism to you know to really pull it off. And Tony Cruz couldn't. Um, and Arribas, even though it was a good header, uh, nice timing on it. I still think Loden should have done better. Um, I, I can't guarantee people that, you know, Thibaut is going to 100% save it. But, yeah, for me, Lurin should have done um, a bit better. Doris, what did you think about Lurin's attempt to save, um, if you remember from the uh, yeah, from the highlight? Uh, I do. Um, well, first of all, the the goal should not have happened, obviously. 
and for close you know just jogging that was that, that was atrocious from him and he saw himself as soon as it happened his head was down and as it should because that was just you know a horrible uh defensive uh you know play from him um and he really let his you know man run in, in front of him to do that you know he had his distance on him and still and that to arivas who is not that tall at all you know yeah exactly uh, against cruz who, who kind of is you know we you know and that that is close like we shouldn't be ex- expecting him you know to be uh you know really good in the defense but there are some expectations you know from antelope for him and i don't know i just hate that he's in that position because you know it's given us heart attacks for a good reason you know uh every week mm-hmm. but uh as for yeah. Lunin, i really don't want to put the uh, put, put, put the goal on him you know um yeah. it was a really it is a tough uh goal to uh you know save especially cuz you know the ball is coming from one side to the other going the other way you know you have to you know close a lot of space you know when you do that especially for aerials because they're so unpredictable at least when you're shooting you know your foot moves into a direction where it's going to go when someone is heading it could go anywhere you know so i always try not to put you know too much on uh, aerials but uh, for this entire thing i would much rather blame uh, blame you know tony than either Val- Valverde or uh, Lunin. The thing with Lunin is, um, see, I get it that, you know, goalkeepers, they don't have much leeway for an error because they have to anticipate um, an action much more quicker and, you know, uh, like at least a couple more stre- steps uh, before, you know, uh, an outfield player has to. So I would give him that leeway, but I've noticed every single time that Lunin concedes a goal, in my humble opinion, goalkeepers has to at least look good in in a replay attempting to save a shot whenever i watch lunen concede a goal he looks out of sorts um he can at least you know make himself you know presentable for the slow mo replay to at least convince some of the guys that you know he had much better anticipation than what you know seems uh from from you know from a replay but yeah like i wasn't very convinced about his attempt but it is what it is um uh, like you said you know you can't entirely blame it on him we have a few comments uh hasan says chuamani silent masterclass we're going to talk about chuamani you know like again someone who doesn't really steal the show but what he does is you know very incremental to you know how we uh, progress the ball win back possession you know um he he has been slowly you know going about his business tasaliba says uh I still have doubts in this diamond formation. Ideally we need a tall strong striker for this to work. Vinny and Rodrigo seems lost. It is because they can't uh, or they are unfamiliar. Yeah, um a tall strong striker is good, right? But in my in my opinion like that's that's the profile for Jose, right? We all know he's not um prolific, but that's the profile. in my in my opinion um at least from what i think of how this formation would work better is if someone in the elk of benzema i know it's a hard ask yeah like there, there aren't many strikers like benzema like l- let's say someone like harry kane would work much better cuz 
in this formation, in my opinion, the striker has to be super adept, well adept with his feet, has to have great link up play. Um, apart from you know his obvious goal scoring instinct, so just a tall, lanky striker, I don't think you know will cut it. Um, Tasseliba says, "Is it possible for Doris to up the volume of her mic? Even last episode, you know, people were complaining, Doris, that your mic was really? super low." I tried to uh-huh. put a filter just as you were saying. I saw the the comment. Maybe it's better now. I can up the gain a bit more. Uh, and guys, whenever you hear any audio or anything, uh, please let us know so we can fix it. Don't let it run for too long if you hear it. Hundred percent. You, you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll add it up. Just tell, tell me if it's you know better now or if I need to put some more. I think it's a bit better, at least from my perspective. I don't know how it'll be, you know, uh, for the people listening in. But yeah, let let her know, guys. Uh, Hassan says every Madridista on the planet called Aribas scoring. Well, apparently, so many, so many of us, especially among, you know, let's be real podcast. Even you know, people didn't believe in Aribas. They just thought Aribas didn't have enough to, you know, uh, cut it in among the big boys. Well. I told them, you know, he's going to make it big. You know, no matter where he plays, he's going to have a considerable say in in which manner a match is going to go. Um, I wouldn't say he is the next coming of uh, fucking Zico, but Aribas is truly uh, an, a unique talent. And um, yeah, guys like him, you know, goal-scoring midfielders. I have a I have a thing for nostalgia, like people know. If, if they watch the show regularly... I have a thing for nostalgia and goal-scoring midfielders are a tale of the past, you know, and um, guys like Arribas, guys like Jude Bellingham is what the game needs. Um, runs from deep is so lethal. I don't know why people don't, you know, cry about it enough. You know, um, they just cry about, uh, you know, the, the the sport losing individuality. In my opinion, it loses individuality because guys like Jude, guys like Arribas doesn't get enough of uh, enough of a recognition, you know, what they do, I think is, is really, really great. And uh, we're going to talk about Jude to kick things off 100%. Um, Hassan says, if Kepa was in goal tonight, we would have conceded those long-range attempts because of his T-Rex arms. I need Lunin to start again against Celta. Hassan, I don't know, you know, Kepa, I have memed Kepa so much in life that I have completely given up on the man. You know, uh, I had completely given up on the man like a couple of years ago. But the way he has kind of reignited his career, Chelsea, you know, it goes to show that uh, there is a goalkeeper in him when he's confident and actually believes in his ability. If you notice, you know, Lunin, there was there was a long shot. I don't know who it was from. He saved a couple of good long shots, you know, from Baba um, and, and stuff, you know, like he was good. But there was a long attempt from someone where he attempts to save the shot and and it goes out for a corner. That can't happen. Honestly, that can't happen. Like, what if um, Almeria actually scored from the corner? You know, it would have been atrocious and we would be, you know, basically hanging him out to dry now. Um, so Lunin is by no means perfect. So is Kepa. I think <laughs> neither of them really gives me any confidence, you know, going into the season. I was telling the boys in the chat that um, we really, like, it was before the game, obviously. Now I'm a bit more relaxed about our attacking situation, but without a clear side of, or a source, a clear, you know, out-and-out out source of goals, 
and also our defense looking always shaky like it has always been and our goalkeeping situation not being 100% ideal i don't know how this season is going to pan out man this is still early season early days you know we're still you know taking baby steps to adjust to this formation watching even adjusting to watching this formation unfold um i think we are we are in for either a very good season or a very very um shocking season you know i'll be honest there's not going to be any middle ground you know <laughs> you know with teams like us there's n- there's never going to be you know any middle ground um tasaliba says I mean, uh, you have to be yeah. positive like for at least one season you know after that it's a different story if we keep sucking you know it's a, it's a, a a different story but for this season i'm actually like really excited even even if we suck even if it doesn't mm. work out i think it's exciting you know something finally exciting and different happening here mm. mostly it's the same things every season you know well, like slight changes you know and like you know but this was like this is pretty drastic you know playing without a nine playing with you know, you know with vinicius as your like your main focal point even you know he he was last season too but uh you know not having benzema now not having tibor not having our best defender having jude playing as a striker scoring two goals like things are going to be interesting this season and uh, even even if we're not you know the winners of la liga or the champions league or any of that it's it's, it's still interesting you know and i'm actually really positive about this season i don't understand why 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 people are so negative about it it's one thing for the team you know and one thing you know for the general excitement of people i see everyone just being just straight up depressed <laughs> <laughs> if, if you read the comments you know no i i know i agree that uh you know it's it's, it's kind of lukewarm the response uh, for the season it's mainly brought down with um how we basically thought mbappe is going to come and and you know solve our issues and what not uh, and also it is with a clear lack of direction like we have never accustomed to playing a 442 um or 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 a diamond uh, in in fact without recognized strikers like we had you know cristiano and benzema so and this is real madrid right and madridistas have every every right in the world to expect and above not even average i'm talking an above excellent season because that's that's what the standards are man like we can't just ask carlo and and the team to basically you know take the foot of the gas and uh, hope for the best that's that's not how we operate you know arsenal can operate like that that's how they dealt with mikel arteta for like four years but unfortunately we can't afford to do that um, exactly yeah exactly but right. exactly hmm. the reason why it's so exciting and exactly the reason why i'm so happy that as a kid i didn't choose arsenal or someone like that so that i have to go through that every season you know i actually like the stability that we had you know you 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 knew what you would get from your team you know this season we have no idea and i like the suspense i guess but we'll see you know i uh, it's just the first season is going to be excited mm. for this after this if it keeps going like this i'll join in in the you know the 
crying and whining, you know, in the on the internet, but not right now, not right now. It's only the 100%, second game 100%. of the season, yeah. Yeah, super early. Um, Taas Aliba says, Lebanon seems a bit shaky, which is understandable given the position he's playing in for Real, um, especially coming in for Thibaut. Maybe some games and his conscience will go up, but can we risk it? That's the thing, you know, Taas Aliba, um, if you if you actually watched our uh, fan camps from, from the Barn About that was released, I think a couple of days ago on Thursday, uh, people were saying, you know, like, we understand that uh, Lewinin is good. Yeah, like he, in, in, a, in an ideal world, um, if, if, if we looked at it a little more ethically, like he has waited in the shadows for, for, a, for a realistic opportunity for so long. So he deserves it. But the thing is, um, you have seen time and time again, when Lunin's confidence is shot, it, it, is, it is a long way back from there and it can cost us games. And especially when we are competing against someone like Barcelona, who has now have their street smartness to actually see out games like they did last year. It's going to be peak. Um, so that's why I think I'm, I'm a little more reserved about Lunin you know, continuing. But even the commentary were, were saying what I what I think is going to happen, that if Lunin makes a significant mistake, you know, uh, bleeding up to us dropping points, that'll be it uh, for Lunin, unfortunately, because Kepa is much more established, you know, has had top flight experience for, you know, quite longer. So it only makes sense, man. I don't know. I don't know. Because not Carlo only... has some... Mm. Yeah, sorry. Like, not only, like, what longer uh, by the like the age that Lunin is right now it, it was the yeah. first season for Kepa in Chelsea where he won the Europa League you know mm. as, the mm. main, as, as, as their main goalkeeper and that's a big deal the season before that and the season before that he was a starter at Bilbao you know he, he had a really really good career for such a young goalkeeper you know he, he sort of gets overlooked because of the you know the thing that happened and people c kind of forgot about him you know he didn't have a great relationship with the managers the fans after that he you know in the two seasons after that moment he only played 14 games a season you know that's a that's that's a huge drop off from being a consistent starter for years for top clubs like Bilbao is also a top club you know and uh, and he was only like 21 22 then 23 when he moved to Chelsea we, which is just crazy you know people don't talk about it enough 23 and everyone talks about you know Donnarumma and you know other young younger goalkeepers you know but uh, I'm happy that at least he gets, you know, some redemption out of it. We'll, we'll see what happens, you know. And even with the worst season Chelsea has had in in a while, I don't know the history in general or if it has ever happened, you know. But it was the best season Kepa has had in the top flight, which is really last season, yeah. Interesting stat, you know. He had seventy-eight mm. percent uh, save conversion which is a really good uh, stat. It usually goes uh, around the 70 mark for goal 
keepers and a bit over for top goalkeepers. So it says a lot, you know, when he had so much to to do, you know, for Chelsea last season. You also have mm-hmm. to take into account how many shots, you know, opponents have taken against you. And he managed to um, basically, you know, uh, push a fan favorite out of the team. You know, Edward, Edward Mendy was was super liked among the fans and Kepa had to prove himself and whatnot. But we'll talk about Kepa in detail. Uh, let's get back to the business at, uh, at hand. Right. Um, Dennis, we're going to talk about Fran. Um, I <laughs> I think we are going to have some disagreements because I didn't think he was anything special. Right. Where do we start? The, our first goal. Um, I thought it was offside for a second. Then the other minute, I thought it was a clear handball. Even the celebrations were kind of muted um, from Jude, from everyone, you know, uh, rushing up to him, thinking that, you know, it might be ruled off one way or the other. But again and again, this man, I have no idea, this man seems to really turn up at the right place, right time, every single fucking time. Um, I have no idea how he does that. I have no idea how he has that predatory instincts, you know, especially in front of goal. Uh I knew that he was more suited to an attacking role, but the more I read about and watch his Dortmund uh, stint, he never really was an out-and-out cam or the guy who played behind the striker. Like he has played cam um, on 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 numerous on numerous occasions, but it wasn't somewhere he was consistently deployed. He was played much deeper as an attacking eight. Um, so I was very curious to see like how we would handle you know Jude being especially playing um, right behind you know our two focal points in in Rodrigo and uh, Vini, and now I have a clear understanding of why Carlo sticks with the four four two or the four four two diamond, even though you know like it's for everyone to see that you know both Rodrigo and Vini aren't exactly the guys to play down the middle. I think this formation is catered towards Jude, and he knows, like like how he you know completely transformed uh, Kaka into the Ballon d'Or winner that we know him by uh, right now. I think Jude is his trump card, you know, especially he would have known that Mbappe wasn't a realistic you know option this summer. Like I think he Davide, Francisco Mori, you know the whole uh, coaching staff had to bring out pull out something unique to really push this uh, squad's, you know, envelope a, li- a little bit farther. And I think this was the magic trick, man. And uh, it is paying dividends. I can't, I can't lie because every time Jude is in and around the box, you expect him to shoot and he'll be on target. It's not like he's fluffing shots. People like Farouk will come on in and say, oh, you know what? We paid 100 million for him. It's expected. I don't, I don't get that idiocy. <laughs> Honestly, I love Farouk the man. But when he says stuff like that, it basically makes no sense. He just expects a 19-year-old to be fucking, you know, Roberto Baggio. I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. A guy like him to come from Birmingham, you know, he played for Birmingham City. He didn't play for Liverpool. He didn't play for Arsenal, Man City, United. He didn't play for any of the big dogs, right? He played for Birmingham City, went to Dortmund, where... People like Bellingham, you know, uh, upcoming talents are given a fair shot. So he didn't really have to break any molds to really impress 
Dortmund into giving him a chance, but he became their youngest captain ever. How do you, how do you, how do you, how do you put that as being normal? So this man was destined for greatness from a very young age, from the from the very get go. I I I I reckon, because um, yeah, man, I'm super super impressed uh, with you know his synergy with everyone. You know, beat with Fran, beat with Rodrigo, beat with Cruz. You know, beat with Vini. Like this man can link up with everyone and just looks at ease. He doesn't break a sweat. I feel like it's it's mad, honestly. When people say that, they when people remark that you know it it almost seems like Jude has been playing with with Madrid for like a good three five years. Like it, I I get it, it's hyperbole. But when you deep it, when you watch him in action, he feels effortless. Man, like he doesn't he doesn't seem to have an issue with anyone, with understanding with how to anticipate how our plays turn out. It's just picture fucking perfect and. I told these guys on this very panel, you know, the very people who really thought that oh, paying hundred million, paying eighty plus million for an unproven midfielder, what is he going to bring? I told them we have Fede, oh, we have Chouameni, we have Kamavinga. Why do we need Bellingham? Well, there you fucking go. Guaranteed goals from midfield is so underrated. People don't understand it. I have no idea why. I I don't understand it because maybe they thought that uh, maybe they thought that you know like. He might not really gel well with 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 our system. He'll have too much competition. That you know, with Englishmen, you know they're they're very uh, cautious to really you know credit people when it's due. So they thought maybe he might not be a success. And there you go, man. Jude is proving it. You know, day in day out, that uh, this man was born to wear uh, our camiseta. And uh, yeah, man, I'm super super proud that. You know he's finally fulfilling his uh, his dream, right? Um, a few of the comments. Let's let's look at some of the comments. Um, um, Lola Lola was saying, Pep said that uh, about Foden. One of the things he admires the most about him, if he misses misplaces a pass or a shot, he forgets it very quickly and plays his game. Uh, yeah, I think Jude also does that to a great extent because you know, like, not everything he does comes off. But I don't know, man. He has this ability to pull off shit that, honestly, like, I just sit and wonder how how does he how does he do it? Because he's a he's a tall man. You know, he's a he's a tall guy. He's he's not he's not your messiest you know Brahim Diaz kind of you know physique to be really nifty. But for a guy that that lanky. Again, the Zidane comparisons are, you know, well and truly true. Um, Lola Lol says he used to play this role in Birmingham and was doing the same. He's just generational. Yeah, I know he used to play this kind of a role, but I don't think it was this consistent. Well, it's only two games into the season, but he wasn't really an out-and-out cam. Uh, uh, Raul, if I'm not mistaken, man. Um, Yuri says, I'm so excited to see Arda Gular linking up with Jude and Vinny. It's going to be magic. I'm not going to lie. Arda Gular with these guys, especially, it's, it's going to aid our, you know, uh, four foot to diamond with a little more spice. Fede was exceptional. Yeah, Fede was exceptional, but Arda Gular is going to be a much more indirect, cutting inside on his left kind of player than Fede, who, you know, likes to provide. I was excited with, the mm. most to see him, him play, you know, this mm. season. 
I'm sure like a lot of the the fans weren't really uh, familiar with this game, <laughs> you know. Uh, and for Jude, also like not many of us watch Bundesliga, and uh, yeah. you know, not many of us had the chance to watch either of them, you know, um, consistently at at least. I've never seen Arda be, be, before this, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So I was really ex- excited, you know, especially looking at all the preseason videos and everyone, you know, hyping him up and hyping him up in training and all that. I was like, okay, we we got, you know, uh, something cooking here. And be- before it even, you know, started cooking, <laughs> yeah, we ran out of gas with him, you know, and he uh, he got a really bad injury. And I say bad because he was so unneeded, you know, for a young player to lose so much time, you know, uh, especially missing the start of the season when you're still figuring things out. You know, he will, if we, uh, if, if he comes back in a few months, or I'm not sure when it was said that he will come back exactly, but he will come back when we already have, you know, gone through the period of, you know, uh, making sure everyone fits and all that we're still you know playing our game knowing that we have a player that we need to put in you know there and uh i just feel like even though we have so much depth in the midfield until we get you know a player like arda you know it it will be uh on the coach's mind i'm i'm pretty sure about that it'll be right um yeah 100% man like uh, like don't you worry about arda gola like i understand your uh, reservations you know especially uh, it's it's true that the bedding in faces is, is going to be over by the time he's back but he'll be back during uh, a very specific time and in a specific period in the season where we would look towards something fresh and he's going to provide exactly that um so don't go anywhere you know arda gola is is, is going to really uh, be a success this season i completely I believe that so. i hope so i hope so right he um so good, yeah, yeah he, he's looking good but it's it's a huge step up you know like not everyone is jude um Giant. you know like faruk might be faruk might be true in arda gula's case but you know jude jude is an exception hassan says three goals in two games perez signed a generational midfielder and benzema's replacement uh all in one for 100 million right that's the thing that i'm most surprised about um during the watch along you know people like hassan were here like i i had mentioned yes when people crosses in the ball to basically no man's land i used to tell them yes jude being that tall jude being very well rounded is a good target um good target for you know deep deep crosses but uh the way he kind of runs in between two defenders and bodies that that finish it last seems like he'll be doing also, that all day last game mm. if if uh, who was it if uh, the player didn't defend it well it was going to jude and it it feels like they are training a lot with him for set pieces mm. and and aerials you can see like uh, take a look at jude for like uh, corners and stuff he's the one you, you know actually with a plan of doing something and uh, for the corners uh, of last game against Bilbao uh, Jude if you remember we were uh, 
he was running on the left side of the of the goal, right? Or the the far side of the goal from from the corner, and it was exactly what we what we saw uh, tonight, you know, and exactly what we're probably gonna be seeing. And it's not really the kind of goal that Benzema will would would score because you need speed and height and everything, you know, to get to it and Benzema was more of a placer you know of the of the goal of, of, of the ball uh, where Jude with the height that he has the last game if it was this close for him he was uh, seeing that goal at the back of the net already you know and I see it like uh, it's a shame that I didn't get to watch the entire game but for the games that Jude has been playing for us I've been you know really impressed with him uh, it, attacking wise but you know having him as a replacement for Karim is a horrible idea in my opinion it's just it's it's not it's not it's never going to be a one is to one is to one replacement and that's not the idea but it is basically yeah like it's a it's waste of potential waste of his uh, you know uh, time on the pitch for the 90 minutes you know going for the wrong things um if you have i don't i don't know you know because that will be our <laughs> go-to solution doris this season if you wake have up a midfield of i Kamalinga hope you wake up soon and Chuameni, which are supposed to be like really good defensive midfielders and all that you you can talk about uh, either of them being either of that but yeah you get jude and then you have um oh, sorry my microphone went and then you have Vinicius and Rodrigo, who is not a right winger, he's not even, you know, a right side, the, you know, central forward, none of that, you know, uh, we downgraded, how can you not say that we downgraded from that, like, not that you said it that way, but uh, Jude cannot be our... Nah. Uh, before before you go on, tell yeah. me what's the other solution? Who, who are you going to play as uh, the focal point? Yeah. Can, uh, can you tell me that? I was you just can't. gonna. I was just gonna ask if you're saying that this like for for the future because I feel like you were saying this for the future that it, it's a viable. Option. At least for this season. At least for this for season, this se- you can't rely for on. For this season, yeah. Um. Yeah. Definitely. One thousand per- percent. But we were talking that you know we signed. Uh, Benzema replacement. You should also disagree. You should also no, I understand that. Like obviously that's hyperbole, but you should also understand that nobody expected you to play kind of like a false nine or or, or like a cam right behind Mm. our front two and be this prolific Mm -hmm. scoring three goals in two games, right? And also providing an assist. So basically four four G plus A. In two games, it's, I, I think it's we misunderstood what we were trying to say. I think we're all saying, you know, the right thing, just the wrong subject <laughs> about him. But yeah, I I agree with you on that. Like I wasn't talking about this season. I thought you were talking about, you know, the the future. But nobody expected, not him. me, not you. No, nobody no, expected no, him to get four G plus A no. in two games. But, uh, that is. That's what makes a star player. There's players that have talent, and there's players with hard work and all that. You know the the story. But you need to be a certain kind of person to feel, you know, the Bernabeu or all of these sta- stadiums. Even in Germany, you, 
you know, and feel like I deserve this. And I feel like is there, you, you know, like actually playing for that. He he actually feels, you know, the coming set down is a on his chest, you know. It, it takes huge personality. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it takes huge personality because I've seen players um, where our 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 camiseta and basically crumble. You know, like they don't have enough minerals in them to actually pull it off. But Jude seems to have a knack, man. Uh, I'm just like I know, I know this is honeymoon period. Yeah, this is the honeymoon period for for Jude and us. Um, it, it's too early, but I'm just going to enjoy this, honestly. Like, I'm not going to say that he's going to win the Ballon d'Or. I'm not going to say that, but I'm going to completely back him and completely embrace the fact that he has taken this this crest, this kit, this team, Carlos' instructions, like duck to water. It's um, it's so easy for him. Well, let's just uh, get into a few comments quickly. Um, Fedrick says, after Modric, Cruz's generation, the future looks really good and in good hands. Bellingham, Vinicius, Rodrigo, Valverde, etc. Hundred percent. Coming from a Barcelona fan, it's uh, it's a great phrase, Frederick. Big up yourself. Ashik says, "Let's not get too excited, but just enjoy the moment. Long season and forms will rise and drop. We just need to make the best out, out of the situation when tide is in our favor." Hundred percent. People who watch in regularly, they know what I move like. Um, if on a particular day, the performance was not so good but the victory was bagged i would come and and sing praises over here and it's the opposite if you know if we have a bad day so i'm gonna just take it day by day like we always do i don't get ahead of myself you know um especially you know considering we are only in fucking august um Frederick says, I think the recent years, Real Madrid have been smart with their transfer uh, strategies, uh, player development strategies, and in general, using young players over buying expensive older players. Tas Saliba says, Rodrigo has 3.3 score out of 10, Fran minus 4, <laughs> Alaba a 4.4, uh, Jude a 9.9. Fran a minus 4 is too harsh. But yeah, man, Dennis, I don't know, man. Uh, Fran was bang average for me. Uh, his decision-making really, really needs to improve. Um, he just really doesn't know when to pass off the ball, when to go, when to stay. Like I've been mentioning, you know, like in preseason as well, his synergy with Vinicius needs to be so much more better. I understand that, you know, since Vinicius is playing narrow, the onus is on him pretty much most of the time to do, you know, the, the, the two-way job but um i expect a lot more from fran um and uh, it's only it's only it's only right to do so because i i understand he's only like what um 23 24 something um he's still learning his trade he's not exactly established but he has some experience in la liga let's be honest um Frederick says, and in Barca, we have been doing the opposite, to be honest, especially under Bartomeu, who bought expensive players instead of focusing on the young players. But thankfully, we have good young players now. Yeah, you guys have kind of turned the tide. Uh, good for you, I guess. Ricardo says, it was a good game. The formation sucks, though. Hardly see Vinny and Rodrigo in the game. At some point, this so-called diamond is going to start cracking on us. I 100% agree. I have my reservations of the diamond. Um, I was telling the boys in the chat as well, um, in the, the group chat as well, that uh, it, it's only a matter of time before our attack gets found out. Like, let's let's put this into perspective, Doris. Yeah, 
if we come up against top opposition now they know what to basically nullify in the setup nullify jude bellingham's deep late runs from from midfield we we have basically no other option to uh you know score goals apart from hoping that you know rodrigo or vinny does some magic is, is it true do you agree with that sentiment 1000% 1000% mm. and that's ex- exactly what i meant before that we cannot go on with bellingham that's like that's a huge hole you know that we're so mm. we're so used to playing you know with mm. another player there you know and the the only i think like the only reason vinicius was even allowed to unlock i think was because he had someone to play with you know he he wasn't the one you know having to be in the box he was the one running in in into the box passing a, a quick ball to someone to uh or karim mostly you know to uh get us the goal you know he had over 20 assists both seasons you know and that's what he's known for that's what he should be like mm. I I don't I don't think that he needs to be the the top goal scorer or something in the future and history of Real. I don't think that like at all. What he did last season and the season before, I believe that he 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 would be he would have been better still doing that. Uh even if we even if it was uh with you know a uh, worse striker. And then we have Joselo there. Are you really gonna play him? Like, do you trust him enough to, you know, play him week in and week out, just so that Vinicius can play, you know, as his older self? Or are you gonna use Rodrigo and, uh, you know, Vinicius in the attack and just, you know, hope that Bellingham come out, bring out Modric or Cruz or someone will, you know, do the. Karim role in the attack and everything else that they were doing. There, there's nobody who can do the role there's, apart from like, Jude Bellingham. Really gain. Modric can do it, him. but he doesn't have he yeah. doesn't have the physicality anymore. He doesn't have the stamina, you know, to do those those late runs anymore. Actually, gain anything. We just mm. lost with this. Let's be honest with ourselves. It, it, the, it's a band aid. It's a band aid, Doris. Exactly, but but the player that we got is just so damn good, you know, that we can't really complain about it. But if we're gonna be realistic, we we lost like a huge, 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 huge position in our uh, style of play. I would even call it that. See, if we had a striker. Of, of 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 a similar stature uh, as as Hoselu and um someone with a uh, someone with a bit different of an ilk like it would have been possible like let's say Vlahovic I'm not a huge fan of the guy but he would really help out Vinicius in a 4-3-3 like I was saying in the chat with Mo you know like let's be honest like Vinicius can't combine with Hoselu like he combined with Benzema so like we can think that yeah he's being nullified we are going to nullify him and the team as a whole if we return back to the 4-3-3 and just hope for the best. I think this gives a different kind of headache, at least for for the time being, for, for, for our opponents. And, and it looks like, even though it might not be the, the most aesthetically pleasing um, formation, 
I think, especially against uh, teams like City who are going to overload the midfield, if we set up right, if we are cautious enough, if our wing backs really do the job, if our defenders are you know really switched on, I think people like Kamavinga, you know the 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 quartet of Kamavinga, Bellingham, uh, Chouameni, and uh, who was the other guy? My God. Uh, Fede Valverde, obviously my second man of the match. Um, if not for Jude, I think um, he's my man of the match. Those four guys, they have the perfect blend of athleticism and skill to really make our midfield super balanced. People are going to see, especially when we go deeper into the knockout stages, people are going to see how I think Carlo envisions this diamond to be. We won't be impressed, but I think... In 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 complete uh, as a complete opposite to how we have set up against teams like City, where we basically concede all possession and hope for the best. I think we'll have a bit more control with the system. I really think so. I don't know what you know uh, what solid evidence there is because um, it's only we only have the preseason and a couple of games against. Let's be honest, mediocre opposition. Um, but I. I don't know. It just gives me a feeling that, you know, it, it might be the only trick we have uh, to, you know, uh, vouch for any kind of success this season. Um, yeah, you, you said that, well, it's a, it's a, it's going to be one trick that we have. Like our, mm. our, our OTP this season is going to be Jude. And, you know, we don't really have a choice there unless mm. we do something in the uh, transfer window, which I really doubt. But uh, there is some was, Mbappe but, rumors leaking. I have no idea how true it is, but I mean, I don't know. We'll talk about it if it even ever happens. If it, yeah. if I was the one, you know, being asked, I was just, just you know, forbid <laughs> all conversations about that. <laughs> no, I just I cannot stand it. I I I never liked him, and that's also like a bit off topic but uh, I hate you know that we're gonna get probably gonna get one a lot of uh, player that you know uh, our players might boo or something uh, our fans might boo or something that like like that and that's just gonna you know uh, spark the same fires in the media that we've had before so that's one more thing that I hate about it just what, no what is gonna do to us Doris. Yeah. No, no yeah, other signings. You know, uh, like the club is gonna, basically has. Mm, I was gonna say for the uh, for the Vinicius and Joselu and Rodrigo thing, um, playing with Jude, you know, and be, and being kind of like tricky and all that, not playing a nine like an actual nine, could work, you know, as a dark horse trick or something like that. Uh, against City or, you know, like really big teams that are, you know, set up for us and are set up, you know, to have a real Champions League game or even in the La Liga, like we're going to have teams, you know, like Barca and then you're going to have, you know, teams like Getafe, two, you know, completely different teams uh, in some things, like especially uh, the like teams, you know, that park the bus against us and uh, we you know like the last two or I would even say three seasons uh, you know since the Liverpool game for 
uh, Vinicius in 21. You know, we've, we finally had, you know, you have Karim. Everyone is looking at him. Someone is going to cross him. Someone is going to maybe do something. But you had Vinicius there. You had, you know, strange Val Valverde there or uh, Rodrigo or something like that. Now, the, the tricks that we had are supposed to be our main guys. And without our main guy, playing with our tricks, you know, having any tricks. So we just, if it, it kind of feels like we're, you know, like, uh, uh, how do you say that? Name? Like uh, putting things in our eyes, you know, to, to make us feel better about it. But I actually feel like that, that's the, the worst thing in our team by far this season. And I think many people can agree with me on that. Uh, it's going to be huge. So basically, I didn't, I didn't really understand what you meant, but I, I'm hoping that you meant, I'm basically going to assume that you meant that uh, this is basically a superficial setup that isn't really going to work. That's yeah. what you mean by right? Yeah. Okay. And we can, well, let, we can let me look at it like for, for big teams, but for smaller teams, that they've been doing this for a while. It doesn't matter how yeah, you play. Yeah. You play their for game smaller because teams, they're parking the bus. You're right. playing their game. And if you, it if you watch matter. the preseason, if you watch the preseason game against Barcelona, you know, mm. uh, like how recently Xavi sets up, like he set up a very deep line, uh, basically, you know, crowding up the box. We couldn't do anything. I couldn't see Bellingham. Bellingham was marked out of the fucking game. Like, I basically saw him maybe have like five, six touches yeah. um, the entire fucking game. So, I agree with you. Like, if a team like Hetafe tries to, you know, do their dark hearts, our diamond is not going to really be much, much of a help. But in the Champions League, where the teams are willing to attack, like we saw against Bilbao, they weren't they they weren't gonna, you know, sit uh, sit up and you know uh, sit deep and and you know um, basically park the bus at home, you know, in 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 in, in the San Mames or or Almeria, who, although we know they're they're a mediocre team, they're never really a team that's gonna park the bus. They like to play open, flowing, entertaining football. So both these teams aren't really a good test specifically against what we are you know trying to discuss about you know uh deep defending teams but we're going to see that diamond also has his deficiencies but i truly believe in the champions league we might you know have stumbled upon something that might work man i really hope i really really hope you know um because people are gonna count us out people are gonna finally fucking underestimate us doris without benzema you know people are gonna think that they really don't have you know uh, a really good goal scorer, but I think we can surprise people. Um, I think us being underestimated. I think uh, they're yeah. gonna surprise me too. Then <laughs> we'll mm. see, man. I, I don't know. I I have I've hopes. Been, I have hopes. I, I've been saying like uh, everyone is so mm. so depressed about this season, and I mm. hate listening like negative things about it. It's just I don't like the negative feelings. That, you know, it it brings. I think it's unnecessary, mm. right? But uh, for 100%. for that thing, I I, mm. I just cannot get over it. How people are okay, you know, with not having Benzema. But uh, people are okay. <laughs> there's oh, there's I no see, other choice. I Doris. see a lot of people uh, were actually calling it uh, a blessing in disguise because we would never go for uh, players if Karim was here. That. 
that's what happened with Kate, that's what happened with uh, my father, blah, 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 right? And now that it happened, we're not going for anywhere, just like we, you, you know, predicted <laughs> on this podcast that was going to happen. You know, and I think it was actually you that said it. That we're going to be hopeful about it and then nothing was going to happen. And I, I mm. have a feeling like that, that that might be it, I don't know. No, I get it. I, I get, I get the, I get the Benzema. See, that's, bro. That's how our fans are. That's how our club is. So our club would be, you know, a complete, you know, middle reflection of our fans. Like, yeah, there'll be certain sections of the fans who, obviously, would be very cold, you know, and say that Benzema, yeah, he's good riddance, you know, in a, in a sense. But we all know how how we stand uh, and where we stand, you know, with Benzema and without Benzema. Right, a few quick comments before we uh, quickly move on. Um, right, Tasaliba was saying, I honestly thought that Jude won't start from the beginning. Thought he would have been implemented slowly in his first season. Boy, that's what I believed as well, man. Like, let's be honest, he, he's no Gareth Bale, who is 24, who is established, who has had like three very good seasons. Like, Jude Bellingham has, has, has had like three good seasons in, in the Bundesliga, but he had it from 17 to... 19, 19-ish, right? It's different. Um, so, I was right with you, bro. I didn't expect it to, you know, be this quick. Um, Hassan was saying the amount of times Fran was offside was frustrating as well. Hassan, um, I really want to like Fran. And I really want to buy in to the hype that with which he was basically, you know, summoned back into the, into the mix. Um, initial signs aren't great. Not gonna lie, um, he has he has every skill set to excel apart from you know the natural height, which I would like in my wing backs, you know, uh, especially with deep crosses. But I've seen him really put in a shift um, with regards to defending um, crosses uh, to to the best of his uh, ability. Maybe but it's, uh, countless, maybe it's hmm. just another Vasquez. Maybe it's just that. Not good at this, not good at that, not really special with anything with him, you know. Let, let's put some respect on Vasquez. I'm telling you, Vasquez is two times the player. Oh, three no. times no, the no, player. No, 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 no. Let me uh, explain. I don't mean any accolades or anything that Vasquez has, but we need not to. Not just accolades, skill wise, pure skill wise. Skill wise. The, the ease at which. Look, the ease at uh, which Vasquez skills, beats uh, man. You, you, you're having fickle memory, Doris. I, I beg on. you should watch some compilations. I mean, yeah, and that's exactly the problem, that we cannot watch compilations of players. I'm, I'm just based saying, on, based on my experience of watching on Vasquez. That. I you, mean, do you really Vasquez think that is, I've watched, I haven't watched no, Vasquez? No, that's not what I meant. That's not then, what I meant. Uh, so I, I'm just asking I, you to refresh your memory watching some compilations, bro, honestly. But that's not what, what makes a player. If he was really that good, he would be playing for us as a starter. Let's not talk about it. Like Whenever he has been called upon, he has been pretty good. Let's be honest. He has had stinkers, but bro, Vasquez, man, there's no comparison. I don't want to do this. There's no I, comparison between wait, Fran and fucking Garcia. You, dude, I, was, I said that he could be one day what, Luce, what Lucas Vasquez is to us. Oh, okay. Right. What did I you misunderstand about that? My bad, my bad, my bad. I, I thought you were comparing no, him of no, being no. on the same level, which no, I no, like to disagree. Hell no, hell no, hell no. Right, right, right. Okay, fair, fair, yeah. fair. But I think fair. that, you know, he 
he he he could be that kind of player for us, you know, mm. and mm. being there and. It it doesn't you know necessarily mean you know that that uh, mm. he will be our starter forever and that he will yeah. or that he even is you know the the future of this team. Mm. But uh, for now, I don't think there's anything particularly bad about him. It's just that you know we have we have the kind of season that we're having, you know, and uh, it's not just his position because all other positions are you know kind of being questioned right now and the uh, you know the position it's, it's a new system it's a new it's, system it's so new that it's so difficult it's a diamond yeah, where so the wing backs have to be picture fucking perfect i'm telling you yeah, they have exactly. to be so perfect cuz would you ask this of mendy hmm. what do you think uh, will happen when mendy comes back mendy would be not as much of a success in this formation either because this formation requires really attacking fullbacks and, and what, mendy's and deficiencies what mm. would you do then what would you do then would you not play mendy at all well i would play mendy in big games cuz i i at least get a guaranteed resolution to defending part of the wing back role you know uh, so i would start mendy 100% like like mm. what farooq said but um you should understand man like in in the diamond in the diamond mendy would still survive but a guy like fran in a diamond there's only one there's only one realistic guy who supports you it, it's it's your fucking lm or lcm for for for, for that sense um but in the 433 you can get support from your wing back i mean for your from your winger or your midfielder so there's two guys basically looking to cover for you mm-hmm. but in the diamond you're basically left for your own so and especially in his first season where he's clearly showing you know signs of nervousness um it is not going to be easy easy uh, rowing for you know from gasly it's only expected it's only expected the, 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 is a, is, a, is mm. i would say my opinion one of the hardest roles you can play uh, in mm. for in football uh, i played mm. that role for for a while even i did I play obviously i i absolutely obviously eventually right it's it requires like like inhuman amounts of running um, yeah and basically requires to have three lungs you know simple as yeah and mm-hmm. you know i i smoked <laughs> it was a nice yeah it, mm. it it wasn't something you know uh, i would wish on anyone but it's also not something i would wish you know on a on a 20 year old kid you know to mm. have it like he's, he, he's not 20 out. But no, yeah, I get your point. Like, like a young kid. Early you know? 20s, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a young kid, you, you know, playing uh, uh, in the system, you know, now that mm. even our players have no idea what they're doing. It's it's not like you're going to, I don't know, like Chelsea or something, you know, where, you you know, they they, they, they have their own things, like how, how, their own, how they're going to play their wing backs, this, that, la, la, la. And you knew what you were going into because the players were kind of, used to that kind of and you know like the three in the back all that la, la, la. like at least you knew you were going into that but now you have mendy that doesn't play that and he's been here for years as our starter you have uh garcia that doesn't know what he's doing and then you have the other side of carajal and everyone else that's kind of playing their old game and you know it's just like we're, we're missing so much just from not having one player in the attack just one player look what we're doing to ourselves 
completely collapsed in everything we've been doing for years now. Years. Decades, I would say. <laughs> like, it, I, I don't know. This is why I find it exciting because we, we, we're obviously talking about it right now. But uh, at, at the same time, it's so scary, man. Just, it gives you anxiety. I know, I know. Yeah, just for one yeah. player, not missing. I completely understand, um, you know, where you come from, man. But uh, Fran has to, you know, like he has to uh, really step up. Like th there's no other way. There's no hiding place with us. Uh, let's be honest. Lolo yeah, was I'm saying, um, yeah. You have to. It doesn't matter who who you are. You know, you, you yeah. Have there's to there's no hiding place. Right. Yeah. And it, it, like it's every player's dream to 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 be uh, like a legend for. Madrid and I'm sure you know like he will mm. be given his best and it's a, we're only mm. two games in so it's difficult to judge but uh, most things that will happen you know to us this season I would not blame him or Vinicius particularly it's just you know but but it is only there. it is only a matter of time before there'll be blame bro because I'll, I'll blame him <laughs> obviously like I, I can't I, I know can't you keep will. saying I for six months I can't keep saying for six months that, you know, he's new, he doesn't know what he's getting into, blah, blah, blah. For now, I can understand. That's why I'm not being, you know, super critical. I'm, I'm just I mean, for waiting. if it's individual mm. mistakes like him, you know, being shit, mm. by mm. all means. But uh, mm. we really need to take into account, you know, that uh, Vinicius is not doing what he used to. He was never really much of a defender. Uh, you know, going back and tracking back and all that. Now you have uh, Fran Garcia that is doing the job that Mendy was bad at and doing uh, the job that Vinicius was bad at. That's my point, you know. You have okay. to look at it. You, you, you have to take some responsibility off of him and just look at the other players in the team that are going to be, you know, depending on him and him depending on on them he, he has a much bigger role that that uh mendy had mm. for example mm. he had to defend and he would there just pass the ball to vinicius and he'll do something you know he wasn't really much of a crosser he wasn't really you know much of anything he was uh good at sprinting and defending you know and I, players I, uh, in that yeah role. Yeah, we should we should actually move on because we have a lot yeah, to cover sure. and we are already uh, an hour fifteen minutes. And guys, if you haven't smashed the like button, you know don't forget to, uh, to do so. And uh, yeah, if you're new here, don't forget to subscribe. We are on the road to two K officially. Um, a few comments, Doris. Uh, Lola Law was saying Fran is actually being affected by the formation as well. Uh, he's used to playing with a winger, hundred percent. Yeah, Yuri was saying uh, Jose Lu is a good player to come on the pitch if we need a goal in the last 10-15 minutes. Oh, Frederick was saying earlier, in my opinion, Vinny Jr. can win the Ballon d'Or in the future and it would be great for football, in my opinion, because of his skills on the pitch and also because he is a great ambassador for football, 100%. Uh, big up yourself. Um, Hassan says, I'm just going to keep being delusional and praying that a nine arrives before deadline day. That's what I'm going to hope for as well, man. I don't know. I just have this feeling there's going to be some movement, but the club sources, they, they keep saying that, you know, the market is closed. Um, I have no idea. 
No, no, no. I was saying the crazy thing is Benny is most likely to get 30-plus goals from the wing than this role while also bringing 20-plus assists. Yeah, man, but we don't have someone to really go back to the 4-3-3. You know, we should be honest with ourselves. Um, Tas Aliba was saying, but by the way, a uh, little off off topic, um, I think we must start looking for a potential centre-back uh, replacement for Alaba in the upcoming season. One or two like Antonio Silva, uh, 19 years of age, left-footed from Benfica. I've heard good things of uh, about Antonio Silva. I haven't seen much of him personally, but I've heard that he's pretty uh, decent for his age. Um, I don't know. You, you may have a point. How old is Alaba? He's 32, 33 or something? He would be 31. going in... I think he's 31. He's 31, yeah? He'll be going into his last year of his contract, I think, next season. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not 100% sure. But uh, by the looks of it, you know, Alaba, again, looked the better of the two centre-backs tonight. Not going to lie. Rudiger had some nice blocks here and there. Some good interceptions. But Alaba, like usual, looked, you know, looked himself. Super composed. And that's what I like in my centre-back. And I hope he stays for many more years, man. Um, the replacement, I don't know. We have guys like Rafa Marin. I don't know uh, how good he's going to be. Uh, he He's out on loan. He's playing in La Liga. Let's see how his, you know, trajectory is. I have hopes for him. Let's see. Let's see. You know, um, a guy like Antonio Silva is going to cost a lot of bucks. A lot of bucks. Um, Rajat says, hello, Sunaid. Uh, hola. Lolo says this is basically uh, a tournament setup. Same thing happened in AC Milan. It would, it worked great in tournaments, but burnt out in a league setting. Yeah, that that goes to show. Carlos' uh, league record uh, with Milan is atrocious. <laughs> I guess we all have a point. Um, Rajat says have uh, lots of weak points with our new formation. Hundred percent, obviously, man. We can't expect this to be perfect, especially not without, you know, two recognized strikers uh, playing up front. Um, Lololo was saying, and rumors on Spanish Twitter, Escolo is the one coming if Mbappe doesn't, because in Spanish rules, um, all starting 11 numbers have to be taken. I don't know, you know, I hear Mbappe stuff. I really do hear Mbappe stuff for no reason. Stuff like PSG community coming out yesterday and saying that we are still standing by our uh, sources that, you know, Mbappe is going to actually move and play for Real Madrid before August ends, which means that he's going to fucking start for us on, on Friday uh, like, away okay, at the Balaidos. But what point <laughs> is there for PSG? Like, let's look at this from their pers perspective. They just sold Neymar and they're supposed to sell Mbappe too. Who are they going to... Like, Colo Mwani is not enough for the attack for them. They Messi, have, uh, Messi they have isn't some... there, Mbappe isn't there, Neymar... Isn't there? Come on, let's be. They're basically thing. trying to get rid of the the superstars and and you know watch for you know French and uh, upcoming talents. They have Gonzalo Ramos. Means, they man, have by all means, but let's. Colombani, Dembele. That's basically it. I I think that's basically it for them then. But <laughs> let's see. Mm. Dembele is an amazing signing. I I was so at that for PSG. Farouk is here. Farouk is here. Big up yourself, Farouk. He says, I kind of disagree. I think we'll survive in the league, but in the deeper part of the Champions League, we ain't moving. 
this is so unfair to Vinny. Um, I don't understand. I don't understand. Haruk, bro, um, in, 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 the, in the Champions League, you know, towards the late, later part of the of the season, I think this formation is going to help us out big time. Big time. Um, right. We should actually talk about another big uh, performance from, from tonight. Uh, we have given applauds to, you know, some of the major guys, but Fede, yeah, he had an assist, you know, which stands out. That header uh, back back onto Jude uh, was was great, but his overall performance, you know, up and down the pitch was 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 incredible. Honestly, um, I think he has found a, a role in which he can truly utilize his 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 uh, his skill set. I think you know, which is basically playing off pure adrenaline you know having that energy to you know be 100% you know super tenacious you know like for the, for the whole 90 and uh, yeah like thoughts on fede people like i think he had a brilliant game you know um one of his best games in in recent memory at least for me you know for large fast last last year like he used to go missing he used to be you know super super lacking especially when he used to be shunned down the right but now I think that that synergy he has, especially with Bellingham, um, many and and you know uh, it was with Cruz tonight. Um, but the synergy in the in the in the diamond, it's I think it's really helping him uh, make a case for himself this season. I personally thought you know like the arrival of uh, Jude Bellingham would completely kind of make Fede uh, a sideshow, but I'm glad to be wrong. He has been exceptional. Um, even the last game, he was pretty good. Me and Farouk, we, we were kind of disagreeing that uh, we we, uh, we were kind of agreeing. I mean, disagreeing with uh, Mo, who thought Kamavinga had a much brilliant game. You know, Mo was basically saying that you know, as per the stats, Kamavinga had a much better game. But for us, I don't know, man. For me and Farouk, Fede looked pretty decent, and tonight again, uh, my feelings were you know vindicated. Fede Valverde was was a true powerhouse, um, you know, at at powerhouse stadium. Um, fortunately for us, um, and that and that combination for the third goal, which we didn't talk talk which we didn't talk you know about at all, came from that combination again. Fede to Jude, Jude to Winnie, and Winnie basically picking out the top left corner. Doris, um, you have been. I hope you have been. You know. You know, keeping up with the news that he wasn't even top ten in the UFL, you know, rankings or, or some shit, and people were going Jesus. up and you know, yeah, for Saw for that. last season. Saw that, yeah. Uh, he had like both seasons. He had like forty goals and assists combined, which is you know, uh, every year we hear about you know players, um, and the names get repeated a lot and we you know and then you have Vinicius and I think there was a post or something where you know they mentioned everything for the Ballon d'Or season they mentioned everything he did and even like last season what he did for us in the Champions League and in the league he he, he had uh, I think tw 23 goals last season over 20 assists you know that's uh, I would say a really solid, uh, you know, stat for a winger, uh, and yeah, completely 
deserve to to be in the uh, FIFA t- top ten uh, men's players, and you know uh, I I think and I I agree with a lot of people that there is still you know racism like just blatant racism in uh, FIFA and everything that they post and do so you know it's, uh, it wasn't fifa it was U- ufa but uh so it, yeah there was, there was no thing, racism same it's thing, just same bias thing, same thing. There, there's it, no it's just bias yeah it's just bias i agree with you. i don't think it's racism but like i, I don't oh, understand man honestly i think it's a la liga shit man i think it's just oh la liga man they they, they don't deserve much credit no i think that's that's what it comes down to because who in the right mental space would think that Winnie Jr. was in top five players in the world last year. I have no I have no fucking clue, honestly. No fucking clue. Well, that finish and, and the calmness that exuded after the finish, some people may argue there was a slight deflection, but his attempt was to place it top corner and he premeditated it. You know, he saw the keeper off the line a bit and boom, there you go. Um... Yeah, man. Like I was, I was feeling a bit low about you know, Weenie, um, especially after last week. Um, Rodrigo was getting all the spotlight. You know, Jude was getting all the attention. Well, finally, he had um, you know his account being opened, and uh, we are so accustomed to those kind of finishes from Winnie. aren't we? Doris? like it's normal now. Doesn't surprise us. Yeah, I'm not su- surprised. Uh... When he scores anymore, ever, you know. Uh, now, it's a good thing for him that we expect him to score. We we expect him to be at least involved in the in the goals in the game. <coughs> and this goal was just you know perfect for what you need, like a little dink over the players, over everyone, you know, between two players, a little dink, just perfect and the kind of goal you, you know that w- you could expect both from Rodrigo and Vinicius so I hope that we see more of that and it's not the first time that he has uh, a- attempted it in- 100% um, yeah like I, I, I like they, they were like uh, it's, it's, it's literally that meme you know like I used to wish for times like these there used to be periods in Vinicius career uh, and in my lifetime, definitely that I wish Vinny was some somewhere this close to a you know a great finisher. And uh, I'm truly humbled, you know, that my opinions have been you know proved proven wrong um, time and time again. That this man couldn't shoot, like he's he's really uh, blossoming into you know a, one of the best players you know of of, of his generation. And uh, yeah, I'm all all for it, man. Um, all for it, hundred um, percent. Subs, they didn't have much of a role. Luka Modric, uh, he had a neat little nutbag, uh, which was amazing to see. Uh, like, it was so effortless that I, I don't think even the guy who nutbagged knew that he was nutbagged until after like 10 seconds. He, he really had to take, uh, you know, a bit of a time to <laughs> let that, you know, uh, sink in. But mm. I didn't see the moment uh, that happened. Moment. What I think it was five. On? He came on during the seventy-fifth minute or eighteenth minute somewhere. I, I can't remember exactly oh, when. I think mm. I saw it then. Then, that, that, that's the one. Yeah, it was pretty nice in our in our own half, right? 
Spawn half, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw that, I saw that. It was nice. Um, Kamavinga, I wasn't too happy about him, you know, coming on and doing basically the dirty job with bandages on for the last 15 minutes of the game, especially where the game demanded physicality and, you know, demanded, you know, that, that extra legs to, you know, see out the result. I didn't know why Carlo, you know, took took that drastic measure. Uh, probably I would have to text um, our um, our source inside the club. You know, Francesco Mori, if you're listening in, uh, big up Francesco Mori, you know, who completes uh, 10 years in management. Um, I had con- congratulated him, you know, uh, personally yesterday. But uh, yeah, man, um, 10 years in management means he started when he was 24. So man actually set out doing what he loved from a very young age so um yeah man uh congratulations to to francesco modi you know who sometimes tunes into the podcast uh an assistant to davide ancelotti and uh carlo himself um again it, it's a fucking surreal when i see him on tv and uh i have this man on my dms and uh in my stories you know it, it's it, it takes a while for me to, you know, really grasp that, that grasp that. But um, we should we should really ask him like why, come a winger was bought on um, that late into a game that required you know a bit more physicality. Um, Jose Liu came on, didn't really do anything. Had a couple of attempts uh, to head the ball from some semi decent crosses from Carvajal. Uh, didn't come to much. Um, yeah, the subs basically didn't have much to do. Um, let's just get into a few comments, Doris, uh, if you can help me out. Um, Lololol was saying, Fede is actually the biggest benefactor to Chuamini. Starting, he is now basically playing uh, a right-sided midfielder free role, 100%. Um, Chuamini, we don't speak about him much, but the less we speak about him, the better. Because a guy like Chuamini, who does his job, you know, does what he does should Quietly. be. It should be quiet. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I... Going about his business. That's what Casamiro used to do. You know, like uh, if we talk about him too much, it means that he was having yeah. a bad and game. Everyone was talking about Tony and Luca for his, you know, a huge chunk of his career, <clears throat> and not to compare them or what <clears throat> they are, but you know, you. I think we saw a lot of pe- people t- talk about bu- Busquets than we did for Casemiro, even though they were two different kind of players and th- with different mm. styles of, of playing. But uh, mm. he, uh, we knew that Casemiro w- was the quiet, smiling one, you know, and Busquets was the more involved one. The more flashy one. But yeah, uh, let flashy. me let me tell you something, Doris. You know, like um, in in my in my very basic knowledge of Barcelona, 100%, you know, Busquets has had much more nightmarish games than Casemiro. Casemiro had a much steadier graph, in, in my humble opinion. Like, he might not have the higher, highest of highs, but, yeah, like, I'm trying to stress the point, what we, what we were, you know, agreeing on, that uh, guys like Chouamani, they shouldn't be talked about much. It's, it's better that way. Um... Definitely. Hassan was saying, 
Yeah, uh, I was in that PSG community space until 12.30 a.m. Um, listening to a bunch of French people. I was there too. That I couldn't understand. Uh, they even said they, they've seen official documents of Mbappe's transfer. They are super confident, I'm telling you. And these guys are reputable. They have broken some massive PSG news, you know, over the last year or so. There is a reason why they have, you know, like 500k followers on Twitter. They are no, they are no slouches. You know, they have their sources. I have, I have no idea where it's from. Um, we have, we'll have to ask them personally, but PSU community seems like they know what they're doing. They're still adamant that Mbappe will play for us in August. That is that is what in 12 days, and the last game of August is 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 on Friday. So I don't understand. Is is, is the world gonna be flipped? Come Wednesday, Tuesday? I don't know, man. I don't know. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, uh, look. Look out for a special when it happens. Someone will hop on live if Obviously. any time Mbappe comes on. So yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Look out for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we already did three. Um, so I think we did three. Yeah. So now I think the the uh, the fourth one would be if he you know mm. gets over the line. Um, like like we have to make it a point. It should be only after the here we go, at least from Fabrizio. I've been saying that uh, this for three years for everyone. <laughs> just <laughs> until his signs, just don't uh, don't engage. Yeah. And this is exactly why it's happening because we allowed it to happen to media and mm. hype and all that. But mm. yeah, that's a different thing. We never did an Mbappe special last year, Doris. You remember, right? We didn't touch him. We didn't yeah. touch him. Um, and we it had was to do it this beautiful. year. Beautiful. Mm. We talked about it. How we don't want to, you know, talk about it. And I think we were but really this year, doubtful. This year, we know. didn't have a choice, Doris. We didn't have a choice. We didn't have a choice. Yeah. And this year, it really looked like it could happen, you know. Mm. And mm. if it's not that. This year is probably not going to happen, you know, and I see him. It'll be next year, 100% on a free. I don't know. I think that's, I don't, think I don't know. That's a, I don't know. Because it, he's it, not going to renew. It's so difficult to, uh, to, you know, predict this. And all we're doing is doing the same things journalists are doing. <laughs> it's just making shit up. And we're not making shit up. We're not no, making shit like, up. Notice this. Like from the beginning of this summer or even be before this like you you had the uh, mm. um uh mbappe ha had a deal with this he talked with the with this person next week uh, he will know for this in the next two weeks in the next week and a half i promise he will and just shut <laughs> up dude. just shut up none of those things happen they never do that they haven't been happening for years and we st everyone still talks about it and I don't know. I think the players are sick of it too. We had, mm. but then you have Rodrigo. You know, he knew what he was doing. You know, posted a picture <laughs> with Mbappe, and M Mbappe looked super weird in that photo for some reason. <laughs> but you know, that's a different thing. Then you have Mbappe uh, having those cards with nines on them and stuff like that. Like, just like we think that uh, they're playing with us, but I don't know. I think. It, Everyone is just starting to <laughs> lose it, like slowly, little by little. Everyone is just going crazy. And I I hate it because there's no future for this club if we keep going like this. 
you know. Mm. And uh, we didn't go for him then because of Benzema. Benzema moves away a year after. <laughs> we we don't go for Kane, you know. We got Benzema. Mbappe is uh, still a PSG player. There's still uh, you know a, a way where he can you know uh, mm. extend. Like that mm. is also an option now. I don't <laughs> think that's even a really bad option for him. You know, staying at PSG. You never know, man. He 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 could be a one club man, even though he is <laughs> one club man for PSG. Uh, nobody's gonna do that to themselves. You know, you know with, let's be in honest. The, in quotes, uh, you know. But uh, it he he didn't even play for just for one club. That's you know. But I was saying like for the yeah. For, remainder of his uh, career yeah. Mm, mm. But yeah he actually scored 30 minutes uh 13 minutes in into a season debut i think the, uh, they drew the game apparently they drew 2-2 but uh mbappe is back on the score sheet um tonight yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. like a couple hours back one hour back um Lalala was saying Vinny last season was easily a top five player uh, the reason he was snubbed because of the super league issue I don't understand. Um I don't understand man. Um the 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 Champions League from next year is basically a super league. <laughs> I don't understand. Tasaliba was saying uh, by the way uh, with Jude's celebration with his arms open he'll quickly receive the hate from the stadiums in Spain. Let him receive the hate. Right? He he is <laughs> he is not looking to rile up people. He's literally ba- showing you come on with his uh, Yeah, like he's, he's not it's not Yeah, it's, it's not it's not him trying to rile up people in a way, but I understand like he him cupping his ears is is kind of provocative. But honestly, like I would like him to have that bit of a bite. All the great players, you know, they had that edge to them, and uh, I like Jude having he, that. He honestly, is you. playing the mm-hmm. five, you know, as a five in our team. So you know, he needs to step up with that. Hundred mm, percent. Yeah. I didn't watch the full uh, the the Barcelona game because I was I didn't have signal to watch it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I saw the fight, you know, that happened and Bellingham just running, you know, have the the pitch just sprinting <laughs> to get into the fight. And the funniest thing is when he got there, he was just going, "Where am I? <laughs> Where am I? Where am I supposed to attack now?" Um, too too many guys all at yeah. once, yeah. But you can see he this But man, he has personality. And then stop and they just, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It was so funny to see it. Complete confusion. I was following him, like, what is he gonna do? What is he gonna do? What is he gonna do? And then absolutely <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> I, don't know. I thought it was funny. Media was uh, expecting it, you know. Yeah, the cameraman, the directors, you know, they know, they know, you know, follow him. He might yeah. do something, you know. Yeah, there's clear instruction, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, Jude is a super composed guy, man. Like I don't know. I wish I was like him in '19. I wasn't, <laughs> you know. Well, Jude, Jude is truly a, a, a specimen. Um, Lolo was saying, uh, Brahim was as good as a sub. Was good as a sub. He can help us a lot against low blocks. Oh yeah, I completely missed out on Brahim. Carlo does this to us, all of us, you know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like uh, Brahim had that very uh, neat, you know. Uh, um, what can you classify that as? Uh, it's not a nutmeg. It was more of a knock-on that completely bamboozled uh, those guys. A centre back. I, I forgot his name. 
but it was towards the end i wished he took on that shot on himself and basically scored like we would we would be talking about that but he decided to be unselfish and lay it off to hoselu uh, hoselu was um, basically you know uh, in no man's land and you know the ball was cut off but yeah like brahim he he had some sort of an impact but the game was done let's be honest um i wish carlo gives him much more of a prominent role there is a player in him he he might not be a world beater he might not be fucking you know riyad mahrez but uh, brahim has a n- neat little uh set of skills that that's gonna you know give us a different um strategy just like arda guller um right uh, hasan said uh, yeah i thought brahim had a good cameo if he scored after that little run he would have won me over already yeah mm, he, he hasan is basically agreeing to me Hassan also says uh, they said PSG even banned them from the press conferences and the stadium because of what they're saying. Yeah, I've read all that, man. Honestly, um, PSG community seems like they know what they're talking about. Uh, I hope they have some truth to you know uh, what they're uh, blabbering about. Mm. I'm sorry, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, who was banned? Who? What? PSG community. They are basically these media source news outlet for mm. PSG, like Madrid Extra. They're much more, I and think, they, in the know than Madden Extra. Stuff, I, I guess. Yeah. yeah, they have some insider sources. Yeah. Madden Extra is much more on the surface. PSG community, I think they have people inside the club uh, who gives them info. Um, but I guess that's pretty much it, people. Uh, anything else that you would like to address, Doris, quickly? Um, not really, not really. I, I think... Uh, it's just you know the beginning of the season and we're really gonna take this slowly game by game it it isn't a regular season when you know we expect from every game something but for this at least for, for me i i'm expecting every game to you know for us to learn something and use everything that we've learned this season on next because i'm not really i don't think anyone is really hopeful for this season but i'm staying positive like uh, anything can happen we'll see i was i was also just like you um early in the season but my hopes have risen a bit like a tiny teeny bit like maybe like five percent my hopes for the season um yeah. after this game like if you go back into the group chat i literally was saying after you know ariba scored that we really can't <laughs> have any hopes for the season but after we kind of came back that amontara you know it, it gives me little m- bit more of an energy um the oh for yeah. for all of you that don't know him and uh, don't speak to him uh in the group chat he's the kind of guy that uh, says that we're finished oh, guys it's over <laughs> i cannot live like, i'm not gonna i'm never gonna watch another game blah, 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 blah. that's sorry for you so <laughs> be, get ready for this scene live happening every week <laughs> on YouTube, <laughs> Spotify, check us out. On <laughs> that, that's basically you wishing we have a bad season, Doris. You can't be that sadistic, right? Oh, you have no idea what I am. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really don't want to know, but, you know, I'm just hoping that we have a good season, man. Honestly, uh, we have to yeah. be realistic about our opportunities to win silverware, but uh, at least La Liga, man. Come on. At least La Liga, you know. Spain has a reputation for, you know, a back-to-back wins by the same team. Let's keep it that way, you know. Let's keep it that way. 
the last time it happened was in 2018-2019. Only four years, but it doesn't happen very often like the Premier League or the Bundesliga or even Serie A. Um, let's yeah. preserve some 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 sort of, uh, you know. Farooq. Farooq. So, they're saying, so he's trying so hard to convince himself about the turtle. Farooq, bro, I'm just being hopeful, man, honestly. Without, without the turtle, like, our season's hopes are, you know, taking a heavy hit. I don't want that to happen, you know. I love my club. Um, I want the best for all these guys, you know, especially Tony Cruz and Motrich, man. They might not be here next season. So I want them to go out with a bang, you know, with, with some major silverware. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, people. You know, um, love for the love. Honestly, uh, you know, uh, for all of you guys who have, you know, stuck through the live stream, we had some uh, technical hiccups in the uh, in, in the beginning. I would like to extend my apologies for that. It wasn't something that we, you know, saw coming. Um, if you haven't subscribed to us on our audio platforms, please do follow us over there on Spotify. We are less than 200 away from a thousand followers. Um, we are, we are also happy to announce that we are, uh, also available on Amazon music recently. I set it up, I think a couple of days ago. Um, I didn't let you guys know. So if you want to listen to us on the go on Amazon music, we are also available over there apart from the rest google podcast you know apple podcast spotify etc etc um yeah man uh also big up every single one of you guys who have been sending in feedbacks regarding the content from the burn about how they think that it's it's uh it's a breath of fresh air and you know how they think that uh it's basically putting us on the map we are really humbled by you know all of you guys's love um please keep showing our reels youtube shots um basically content from madrid some love man because uh, it's Sid and basically his friend doing it all by themselves and it's not like us basically you know sitting over here um, and doing this shit over zoom being out there having to deal with annoying people you know who really wouldn't want to talk to the camera and shit like that to convince them to speak up it's, it's a huge task and you know it's, it's not easy for Sid I'm not gonna lie so yeah show him some love and uh do check out our partners on uh, Instagram, Real Madrid Committee. They run a brilliant uh, fan page. Uh, they have been with us over over this journey for, you know, two years now. So, yeah, show them some love as well. We have some very exciting content coming in, you know, um, throughout the season. This year is a truly special year for us. So, yeah, man, keep showing us the love. And uh, spoiler for next uh, for the next episode uh, outside the Barnabas, I think we're going to be asking people about uh, our striker situation. Uh, hopefully, it'll be out maybe Wednesday, Thursday, uh, tentatively. Um, we're going to be asking people about, yeah, like what they think our season is going to look like without a recognized striker. So, beneath the video, in the comment section, make sure that you get your opinions in as well. Hassan, all of you guys, man, lol, lol, Tassaliba, so that we can also engage with you guys over there. So um, it'll mean a lot for us, man. It'll mean a lot for us. It's the big next definitive um, step in our journey. So yeah, man, again, super humbling, super humbling by all the love. Um, yeah. Um, next week, hopefully we'll return 
uh we are, i think we are already at the summit you know last week it was atleti who was number number one i think we are now top of the table um unless and until you know something drastic changes um through goal difference but uh we hope to remain um right where we are you know um, away at the balaidos next week is not going to be easy but you know uh, onwards and upwards ala madrid ala madrid